Hey, this is your name, your name, your name. And uh, they say it ain't easy. Gang Green. Gang Green. The New York Jets. Have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break. Get a great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Woo! We're talking about the process at which we do things. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up! Keep your foot on the pedal. Base, 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 base. There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this rut, own this rut. The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting to you live from beautiful, amazing Crystal Lake Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Keith Farrell. I'm joined, as always, by the number one jet fan in the state of Texas, my colleague and co-host, none other than Michael Lagaris. Mike, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Well, Mike, I've been doing better. I had to sit there in person and watch this another Another pathetic performance by the offense, uh, which I think a lot of Jets fans anticipated off the previous two weeks, but maybe thought we'd still be able to win the game. Not what happened, Mike. 16-12, to 12, a tough loss. A lot of questions coming out of this game. We know Michael Carter's been released, guys. We'll get to that. A lot of questions about Zach. A lot of questions about Salah. Um, we're going to get into the game itself, even some of the clock management with the coach, man, which I thought was mind-boggling towards the end of the game, Mike. I know the biggest questions coming out of this game. And the biggest player in the spotlight, like he's been all year, Mike, is Zach Wilson. Uh, we're yep. 36. We're thir- and, and also, I should say, and also the offensive coordinator, um, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm, I'm on. At the, the two of them are the biggest. Uh, I think the guys who are the most uh, culpable right now in this offense being so pathetic, Mike. There's other reasons, and we're going to get into Saul in a moment. I know he said there's other reasons we're losing. I don't want to blame it all on Zach. And that's true. And Justin Fried had a tremendous article on the Jets press. Um, I suggest everyone go check that out. It was from a couple days ago. I think it was on the 15th. Speaking about Zach Wilson, he prefaced the article by saying, look, we know he's not the only problem, right? We don't have a number two wide receiver. The the offensive coordinator is completely horrible right now. He's I don't know, I don't know what the approach is. I don't know what he's trying to do when he's out there. Not doing a good job. Uh, we have some drops here and there. Look, we know the defense isn't the problem, but when it comes to offense, he's not the only problem, but he's by far the biggest problem, Mike. So when you get up in front of the media, as our coach did, and you continue every single week to look the media in the eye, and what you're doing when you're speaking to the media, Michael, is you're speaking to the fans. Yep. That's how I take that, right? So you're saying to the fans with a straight face, Zach Wilson is not the problem. He's not the only problem. I've been hearing this now for three seasons, right? And he was a rookie. I get it because he's a rookie. Last year, a bunch of excuses for him. I get it. Now we're into halfway through his third season, Mike. You know, you got a lot of starts. You got 900 passing attempts for this kid. And he's still not getting the ball in the end zone. Now, was this his worst game this past week he's ever played? Probably not. Uh, the penalties are a problem. We'll get to those two. We, I got I got that written down, too, because the penalties the past five weeks have been absolutely insane. In a microcosm of that, and I apologize. I didn't catch your name. We just popped it up on the screen there. Um, a microcosm of the penalty situation, Mike, is... We, Zach Wilson rushes, scores a touchdown. We get our first touchdown in forever. His foot's out of bounds. The next play, we run it in with Brees Hall. We get a, we get a holding penalty on Lazard. And then it's two runs from Hall, field goal. It just seems like, Mike, not only is Zach playing horrible, we'll delve deeper into that in a moment. The offensive coordinator seems to have no approach that's effective. Even though we thought after the Chiefs game, we found something. We didn't, Mike. We didn't. 
Um, and the penalties seem also to be a killer. Penalties are always indicative of a lack of discipline. They usually head towards the coach, Mike. So a lot to get to here with this game, Mike. What were your thoughts coming out of this Raider loss? A game we easily could have won but did not. A lot of culprits in the L. Uh, what were you thinking after that tough loss on Sunday, Mike? Yeah, it was an unfortunate missed opportunity. We're better than the Raiders. There's no question. That 170-yard run by uh, uh, Jacobs really set them up, and then O'Connell threw a pretty good touchdown. And that's really all you need when you have a team that can't score in the red zone. Um, Zach was Zach. Um, he, you know, you want to say he played better, but, you know, he's subpar. Um, I think there's a bunch of different statistics out there that really are kind of scary when you look at his total uh, on what he is as a quarterback in the National Football League. But I think really his um, the lack of value and ability really hurts the team overall. I understand that people are dropping passes. I understand that there are penalties. I understand that Nathaniel Hackett's not coaching or calling plays correctly. But when you have a quarterback that can execute an offense um, systematically, you know, that covers up for a lot of other issues, you know, and so it's it's just unfortunate what we saw what's crazy is the entire afc east lost um so it's not like our we've changed anything is as far as the division i think that's really the only option now to making the playoffs unless they go on a deep run they you know they win their next two games and we'll get into that here in a second but yeah my my thoughts were it was a missed opportunity they shot themselves in the foot. I'm sick and tired of hearing Sala talk about um, us, you know, hurting ourselves and then saying that Zach is playing well. He's not playing well. He only has five touchdowns in nine games. He, if you look at uh, Zach and his touchdown to pass rate, it's, I think, the worst ever. Yeah, it's the lowest history. of all time. Of all 931, time. 931 passes, he has 20 touchdowns. You know, Mike, I want to talk about Zach currently and where he ranks, but I also want to throw back real quick because for some reason this week, even even some people who have podcasts, some writers, still, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the data in a moment, guys. But before we do that, there's people out here still defending Zach Wilson, and now we live in a world where people defend things that I can't even wrap my mind around anymore. That's fine. Sports, though, Mike, is the land where we can watch someone be a scrub. We can watch someone not be good and then go, oh, he's not good. You can't watch someone play as bad as he's played and then say he's improving or that these losses that we have are not his fault. Mike, even in spite of how – even the wins, he's throwing two touchdown passes in the winning game this year. He's not a part of the wins. All the like, It just drives me crazy when we're defending someone who obviously is the reason we're losing and obviously all the way back to the beginning of the year. Mike, after week one, we have a clip we're going to play for you guys in a second. This is what me and Mike discussed after we beat the Bills, after Zach Wilson won that game, and everyone was saying, oh, maybe he could be the guy. This is what me and Mike thought back then, this September 15th this year. Oh, do I feel good that he could be the solution for the rest of the year? No. I What I saw Monday was not something that I can say, yeah, I feel very good about. Um, if he stinks and hits, you know, doesn't do what we need they're not going to waste their time and they're going to go ahead and get a veteran so that they can capitalize on this current situation now obviously nice. zach wilson and what's going to go on this year with him is the main focus of this team right now can he do it can he not do it i'm of the opinion that if they don't get another quarterback in on this team if they don't do that 
if they don't go out and get somebody that could be more efficient than Zach Wilson, then they are doing a disservice to everything they did this whole entire offseason, Jet fans, and the organization. And I don't, I don't know why I had to argue with so many people this week. Tended like the game they saw Monday night, Zach Wilson played well. And I know when the smoke clears, 14 for 21 looks great, but they didn't attempt to pass longer than 15 yards. He had a bad interception, and that interception, we've seen him do that his entire career to Milano. He tried to throw another one on the touchdown pass to Gary Wilson, just Gary Wilson wouldn't let it happen. You know, I mean, guys are wide open all the time and he's just running around. I mean, we had Mark Sanchez in 2009, 2010, right? And we got as far as humanly possible as you can get with your quarterback being horrific. Defense was great, a lot of good position players, but he was so bad. You can't overcome that at a certain point. You can't, right. it's impossible. Right I can, so Joe, when you're 54%, completion percentage and only 60 quarterbacks threw a ball last year and that's ranked 58 out of 60 exactly just think about it. so before so think about it from jd's perspective um before he starts dropping off talent right he's gonna see what what he's got and can they win and so i think that's the the direction yeah. i i We'll just watch and see what happens, but I don't think you or me or anyone else should have any faith to your point. I agree with all those points. I just am someone that is not a believer in Zach Wilson. I'm not a believer in him against high-level defenses to play well. I'm just not. And until he proves me otherwise, that's kind of my stance. So that's why I don't think this game's going to go well. I don't think the Patriots game's going to go well either if he's playing quarterback. Guys, that was September 15th, 2013. So, Mike, you mentioned in there, if he continues to play well, I think the Jets will go out and get a veteran quarterback. They're not just going to throw the season away, which is basically what happened, right? They didn't do anything. He played less than mediocre, played actually one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. They made no moves. The Zach Wilson we saw the first two years, and then we saw after that Bill game, and then we commented on after that Bill game, he's the same guy we just saw versus the Raiders. Nothing's changed. No, there's no... You can say he's improved... A couple of uh, points in his QB rating from a 72 to a 74. Congratulations. You're still the worst player in the league at your position. So when we get into it, I wanted to play that because we've had to spend this whole year arguing with people, other podcasts, journalists, bloggers who are pretending like Zach Wilson's playing good or he's improving or he could be the guy. Right, because what? They won a few games while he was the quarterback, just like last year where they won five games. What, he threw four touchdowns? Three of them didn't even throw a touchdown? Okay, so when we, I wanted to play that because you know, the article, like I mentioned from Justin Fried, Mike, did acknowledge, look, our offensive coordinator right now, it's inept. The wide receiver room has one guy. He's not the only problem. But if you make a pie chart, the by far biggest problem is the quarterback. You can't be Robert Salah and go in front of people and go, no, you can't blame one person. Zach is improving when he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. If you're the worst quarterback in the NFL, that is a problem. That is an issue. That is something that you answer questions about in front of the media. You don't stick your head in the sand for two months when he's the worst quarterback in the league. Mike, he's so bad. Last week, when he threw an interception, but threw for 260, people are delighted. As if he had a good game. As if that was good play last week. You know, as if he didn't have an intentional grounding. As if he didn't throw the ball, um, checked out as much as he possibly could. Balls to people's ankles. I'm not saying it was his worst game ever, but it's, it's the same old, same old. And in Justin Fry's article, Mike, he mentioned, like you said, 931 passes for Zach, only 20 touchdowns. That's the lowest touchdown percentage in the history 
of the league. Okay, only two other players, the only two other players in that range, Mike, with such a low percentage of touchdowns, Ryan Leaf, Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, they did it when they got to 500 attempts. Zach Wilson's at 900 attempts, okay? No, no QB has played this bad this far into a career in NFL history. It's never happened. Because no QB this bad has been given this many opportunities. You don't get to be bad for two years, be abysmal, be as bad as he was historically, and then come in this year and play a whole nother season. Now, I know Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Don't get me wrong. But this is where Jets management and Joe Douglas and the team messed up, right? Was coming into this year with a historically horrific quarterback as the backup in a year you want to win the Super Bowl. And here we are, Mike, because when you get into deeper numbers, when you get into some of these analytics, Mike, when it comes to um, EPA, which is expected points added, okay? Since 2016, Zach Wilson, by far the worst in the NFL quarterback. You're talking about 76 points. Now, expected points added is, like, if you get a ball at the 10-yard line, you expect to get a field goal or a touchdown, right? With the Jets, there's 80 points we don't have since he's been our quarterback. Just these are expected points. These are simple things where he's either made a mistake, got a sack, intentional grounding, something to get us out of point range. Even even with the simple analytics, he's horrible, Mike. And I know there's been penalties. I know penalties have not helped, but no other QB in history has played this many snaps at quarterback and been this bad. So with that in mind, how does anybody, anybody with a respectable opinion about football actually defend the fact that he's not a problem? You could say he's not the only problem, fine. But if someone's 95% of the problem, I don't care about the other 5% right now. We'll get to that. We'll figure that out. You have to figure the biggest problems out first, Mike, before you take care of everything else. Our biggest problem by far is our quarterback, who's played horrible for two years, has played horrible this entire season. His whole career has been trash, as we know. Few glimmers of hope when the Jets win games, but they win games in spite of Zach Wilson. Like I mentioned, since the Bills game, we have three wins. He's thrown a single touchdown in those three wins we've had. It was a dump off to Brees Hall. So Zach Wilson's been historically bad, Mike. I think we kind of had a feeling about this at the beginning of the year. It could go this way with him because he's not good. There has been the smallest amounts. If you want to say he's improved, it is by the most microscopic amount humanly impossible for that to even be accepted as an opinion, right? Because he's still the worst quarterback in the league. And here we are, Mike, where um, – you know, since 2021, this was the other stat I wanted to get to just to blow Jets' minds. This is the one I was holding back on you, Mike. Since 2021, when the, when the games Zach Wilson doesn't play, okay, so the Joe Flacco games, the Josh Johnson games, the Mike White games, even Strebler had a little bit of a burn in there. The games he doesn't play, Mike, the New York Jets average 292 passing yards a game. You know what that would put the Jets, Mike, in the league? Number one. The New York Jets, just take a second, Jet fans, real quick. Every single person, any of you who are listening right now, who actually said to anyone this week, Zach's not the problem. He's not why we're four and five. 292 passing yards a game since 2021 when he doesn't play. And when he doesn't play, we're not throwing out Trevor Lawrence or Patrick Mahomes. This is Joe Flacco. This is Josh Johnson. This is Mike White. Those quarterbacks... Number one in the league, average yards per game passing. When Zach Wilson does play, Mike, 30th. When Zach Wilson plays, we're at the bottom of the league in quarterback play, yardage-wise. When he does play, when he doesn't play, we're right at the top, Mike. I mean, what else do we need to know? What else do we have to talk about? What else is there to discuss with anybody that is still backing this guy or a coach that gets out in front of us 
and continues to tell everybody he's not the problem with other things, which is fine, Mike. But at no point does he even say Zach is any part of the problem. That's why I have an issue. No, Yo, no accountability. When you're in school and, and you're supposed to be taking uh, your homework, let's say you just do your homework every day, but you get zeros on tests. I wonder what your grade is going to be. When Zach Wilson plays, I don't care if his yardage is starting to increase. I don't care if his completion percentage is starting to increase. I don't care about any of that. He's got to get in the end zone. He's got to win it. If he doesn't get in the end zone, then what the hell was all of that for? You know what I'm saying? So the, the big to me, the biggest and most damning stat is that touchdown to pass ratio. That just shows me of all the quarterbacks that that have played he's the worst at of what his entire existence is around getting us in the end zone so that that's kind of how i my simple mind works i just try to go right to the end result like i don't want to yeah. get lost in nuance i don't want to get lost in things are we scoring touchdowns are we scoring points no 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 we're not and anyone who doesn't see that just has their their head in the sand and it's unfortunate look we're all not going to agree but zach is who he is and this management uh, made this decision. And our offensive coordinator, you know, he's of course, another one that's not helping out, you know, with with uh, calling plays, you know, they could put him more in play action, that's maybe a- run him more, whatever, not happening. So it's, uh, you know, Rogers going down four plays in, really was a, was a hit to us, but you know, can we win on Sunday? Oh, we have a good comment here. So Zach appears to be a team player. I mean, he had a 10 yard run in front of him, but he stops then laterals the ball to Michael Carter. Here, show what you could do, kid. All because the entire team must know must have knew Michael Carter was on the chopping block. All his fans like what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's subject that's a subjective opinion. Yeah. Michael Carter got we'll get into Michael Carter in a second. Um Zach's a team player because if you're the quarterback and you're playing as bad as he's playing, Michael, you don't have a choice. What is he going to do? What is he going to do? Be selfish when he's playing? The worst on the team of anybody? I don't, I don't think him flipping the ball. He had another time last week where he could have ran for a first down and didn't and decided to throw the ball for one yard. I, I, that's, that's a great job being a team player. Go get the goddamn first down. I don't want to hear about Michael Carter and his bum ass at all from anybody. Like, I know, I don't want to see a message on this screen from anybody telling me anything positive about Zach Wilson right now. Stop it. Stop it. I don't care if he's the nicest guy in the world. I don't care if he sends his grandma a Christmas card every year. I don't care if he's the best boyfriend. I don't care if he's trying to get people, oh, oh, you want to carry Michael Carter here? I want to win a football game. I want to score. I want touchdowns. I don't want to hear any more about Zach Wilson. I'm done. I'm done with it. And look, the O-line, Mike, has not been great this year. We know that. The offensive coordinator has not been great. When we came into the year, we thought, okay, we have Garrett Wilson. We have Lazard. We have Corey Davis. We have McCole Hardman, right? We have Cobb. Cobb's been useless. Lazard's been useless. Um, Hardman's on a different team. Davis yeah. So these are, these are kind of some of these variables that I get because I'm not saying he has the most weapons in the world to throw to, but let's be honest here. Mike, Garrett Wilson's pretty good. Yeah, he's he, uh, Garrett Wilson, nine uh, last four games, nine receptions, 93 yards, seven receptions, 80, seven receptions, 108 receptions, 90. Garrett's been doing yeah. his thing, man, even in and this. Conklin's a decent tight end, too, we see. And we know we can run the ball in normal circumstances. Last week versus the Raiders, they just set up. They just said, you're not going to run the ball. Let Zach Wilson throw it and see if he could do anything. And that's what that's what basically did all day. They took they took what they gave him all day, and he, he had some good passes. That was not his worst game ever. But I'm at the point. I mean, I'm, we're twenty, we're nine hundred something pass attempts into this kid's career. We already know what he is. It's over. We're done. 
We don't we don't need to see anymore. We're going to because the Jets didn't do anything to prepare for this, which is why we played that clip earlier, which was if we don't do anything, we're throwing the season away, which is what this feels like because every single time, every single week, the defense is balling. I mean, Aiden O'Connell's not a great quarterback, but until Jacobs busted out that run, which was a killer, another reason why we lost, don't get me wrong, but we're basically expecting the defense, Mike, to all game every single week, never give up a big play. That's what we're asking them to do, right? Because we can't score points. Jacobs' big run was a killer. That was pretty much the, the turning point of the whole game. I get it. Um, also, Paul Hackett, we're blasting Zach. Paul Hackett here. Uh, going back to last year, it was Nathaniel. Nathaniel Hackett, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> your dad. Uh, I know. You think you thinking it back in the day. <laughs> I do it all the time. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, guys, our, our third down percentage, guys, when it's third and more than 10 yards right now is 7.8%. We're four for 51. Four for 51. <laughs> When third down's above 10 yards. Basically, you know when it's over 10 yards, we're not getting it, right, guys? And we're last in third down percentage in the league as a whole as well. Um, yards per game, we're 29th. Points, we're 30th. I mean, we're just as bad as it gets. I did not, even with Zach Wilson at the helm, didn't anticipate the offense to be this bad, Mike. We have eight touchdowns in nine games, 36 possessions in a row without a touchdown. None of that is all on Zach. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying what you're doing is combining. A historically bad quarterback with an offensive coordinator that, as of right now, Mike, it's not doing a great job. No, and like I me, think, think about play action. Simple, you and me. Play action. When a linebacker is playing defense, what is he doing? He's either A, playing the run, or A, playing, or B, playing the pass. It's yeah. not hard. It's either one of the two. So when you do play action, when you have a running back in an I formation, and then you ha go to handoff, the, the linebackers aren't cheating backwards they're staying put because they're not sure if they have to play the run or not it's really yeah. simple and yeah. that sometimes gives an a larger window for a quarterback to throw the ball in and you know actually zach stats he's uh he throws three more yards per play action attempt so it just makes sense to go ahead and sell it freeze these linebackers so that zach has a better chance to yeah. get the ball in but do you know that we're like one of the lowest percentage of play action callers in the league like what? Like you understand? What I'm saying? Like what? Yeah, where's where, where's the logic, Nathaniel? And it doesn't you know? make sense because you think you watch the games and teams are like, okay, well Zach Wilson's not great, so we're gonna try to stop this run with Brees Hall. So the play action's there. You know, if you call it, it should be there. You would think. I mean, it was pretty much the thing Mark Sanchez did the best. Yeah. Uh, back in the day too, and I, I kind of this this situation mirrors that situation so much to me because the defense was great, the quarterback was horrible. And we still, with Rex, we still managed to win games. Sanchez is a better quarterback than, you know, Zach Wilson by a large margin. To me, at least, um, he had a season. He threw 26 touchdowns to Mark Sanchez. So he's, that's a real NFL quarterback. Uh, Zach Wilson is not that, but he's not being helped out by the people around him. He, he's at the point now, Mike, Zach Wilson might not be a backup for a team next year. No, he's we out say the these things, And he, I, we say these, we say these things sometimes, and then people get outraged. Like, like after, after the, the Rodgers game, when I was like, I have no faith in him, you got to get a quarterback. People had comments. And now look, that was correct to begin with, but when you, you can't take the amount of data you have and do anything but be realistic with it. Like no one's played as bad as he's played in his career and then turned it around. It doesn't happen. I'm not saying quarterbacks don't get better. Geno Smith wasn't as bad as Seth Wilson. Like, you know, I, people want to use Geno as an, ex an example or Rich Gannon or something like that. Rich Gannon, different story. He was a backup most of his career, but. Um, he could be, he could be the worst um, starting quarterback that we have ever drafted. I, the Brownie Nagel was pretty, we drafted him, right? Yeah, we did. He, he was, was second but round. He wasn't, so he yeah, but he was second round. Yeah. You know? And then obviously we had, uh, we drafted, um, what's his name? 
in the second round too, who never even played Hackenberg. Well, we're, yeah, I'm not yeah. even gonna put it, I'm not even gonna put him in part of the sample set, like because he didn't even son he didn't even get on the field. He was so scrub. Okay, but but Zach is a sustained starter. I mean, I'm gonna look back on these years and be like, this was just buffoonery. Yeah, and you have a coach who we don't know if these the lack of criticism or the hesitancy to make a move to Boyle. I'm not saying Boyle is so great, Mike or Simeon. Obviously, we know they're not. But the lack of – I mean, look, you would look around the league, Mike. All these NFL teams are like, oh, you're not playing well? Another quarterback's in. You're not playing well? Like, oh, Mac Jones, you were drafted in the first round also? You've been benched three times this year. You know, I mean, all around the league, guys, are you, you see teams trying to figure it out with quarterbacks because it's so important. And then you see the Jets just spinning their wheels – and in my head, I'm like, look, is this, and this is something I really haven't gotten into too much on the show, but is this a kind of a negative of us having Aaron Rodgers here? Is Paul, ha- uh, is Nathaniel Hackett our offensive coordinator where he might otherwise have been fired right now because Rodgers is here and he yeah. wants him here next season. So now we've got to stick with him all year. You know, yeah. are we sticking with Zach like we are now and not making a move like we would normally do to get a veteran because Rodgers is here? And then next year, what does that do? I think that's causing some issues here with Zach just insofar as replacing him or him not playing even the offensive coordinator. And our head coach, who two weeks ago was asked about it and pled the fifth, which was the most – I never seen someone be so unprepared in an interview in my entire life. You get asked about a quarterback, you don't have an answer. Okay. Uh, and this week, again, said, you know, it's not he's not the problem, this, that, and the other thing. Um, he's not helping either. I mean, the end of the game – Clock management is always an issue in the NFL, but you look at the end of the game, Mike, you know, Zach throws, we're going down the field, he throws interception, he figures the game's over. But we get the ball back with about a minute left. They're trying to move the ball, Mike. Um, they had a play there at the end of the game, 49 seconds left. Snap the ball, throw the ball to Conklin, he catches it. He's down by about 38 seconds. We don't snap the ball again until there's 26 seconds left. Throw a pass, completion, then we call a timeout. Between 48 seconds and 12 seconds, we move the ball 30, 40 yards. We also use the entire clock, right? So, at no point in those 35 seconds in between either of those plays does he call a timeout. Now we're at the 40, we're at the 42 yard line here, 45 yard line, and there's 12 seconds left. The game's over. You're not going to throw two. At this point, you're not throwing two passes again to the end zone. So even the clock management at the end, I mean, wasted about 30 seconds there. The coach himself, um, I think Salah is being kind of outed as a good football guy. Maybe his approach to defense is okay. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, uh, let me just say, not, not I, know, I know where you're going, Keith. Let me just say one thing. Yo, the Jet defense is probably the best I've ever seen. Ever. Like, uh, uh, better than defense. Rex's. Better than Rex's. Like, yeah, well, the, the secondary the is the secondary is bananas. It's bananas. They're I good. disagree. And, they're, not, they're, and, not the, they're not the best Jet defense. This defense gets run on every single week. It's not well, no, 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 no. That part, I no, I won't disagree there. I'm talking yeah. about if I look at the secondary, you know, the three cornerbacks, and I yeah. look at our pass rushers, those two units are the best units I've seen. You're right on the running part. I, I won't yeah. take that. But that, that that is, it's they're so good. Like, I, I got to give solid credit for that. I can't not say... You know, as bad as you are offensively as a head coach, and I I hit him for what he does with Zach, like his philosophy on pass rushers and getting as many of them as he can to keep them fresh, like that's that is definitely working. And we are we are a problem uh, defensively. We fuck. Excuse me. We opposing quarterbacks do not want to play us ever. Yeah, opposing quarterbacks 
definitely don't want to play us, but opposing no. defenses do want to play us. And yes. look, I, the defense has been good this year, and they've just been good the past five weeks. They're the only reason we have four wins. They're That's the right. only reason we're in any of these games. Don't get me wrong. I'm not acting like that doesn't matter, but um, I don't know. The defense, I, 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 a lot of that credit, I think, goes to Joe Douglas as well with some of the guys yes. he's dropped and drafted and um, grabbing, getting Saw, signing DJ Reed. I mean, I'm not saying they're not fitting into Salah's scheme of what he wanted, so he should be given credit for that. That's fine. But I think Joe Douglas did a great job on the defensive side of the ball. And I don't think Robert Salah has really been put in this situation on the defensive side of the ball as he has on the offensive side of the ball. And that's what I mean. He has to always defend the offense every week. Right. We didn't score. We didn't score. We didn't score. Right. With the defense, he doesn't have anything to defend. Or but, else he might be saying dumb shit about them too, like we see with the offense. It makes us want to pull our hair out. Like, but Keith, I don't. Yeah. But Keith, didn't they make the right choice if they knew that this was their Achilles heel and they got Aaron Rodgers? And if he hadn't gotten hurt, then everything should no, be. I know. You know what I'm saying? Mike, like it's Mike, like Mike. I know you're right, and they're in a unique scenario because they just drafted Zach. But if you're going into a season saying we, we we're pushing all the chips in to win the Super Bowl, which we did, surround the guy. Got we got even though Lazard is abysmal. Um, thank you, thank you. This is what I'm saying, Ronnie Johnson. Thank you very much to to even speak the words out of your mouth that Zach Wilson's playing well. You should be fired. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying there's nobody's doing on defense. Go be a coordinator on defense then. Because you can't forget you could you can't have Zach Wilson be historically. Where's historically? I got the worst player in the division of all time almost. And then say, no, but he's playing pretty well. You know, he throws a touchdown every two games, he might throw a touchdown. You know. Um, it's just it's not a good approach, Mike. And I do, you know, like you say, you just have to give credit for the defensive part of the ball. Jets are good on defense. But even last week, man, they they gave a big 70-yard run. I mean, I don't know how much we're supposed to expect from them, but one of the problems this year has been the big play, kind of when we need them to get a stop. They haven't done it in some of these losses. Um, I don't know what to say. I just don't see – I don't see him, Salah, Mike, as the best fit here. Now that I've seen enough of him, now that I've seen enough of the way he deals with the press, and it's, he's the greatest player coach of all time. He never says anything bad about the coach, never criticizes everyone. That's great. Maybe he behind closed doors he is doing that. But the Jet fans, it feels like you're complacent. You're allowing the team to be complacent. Oh, Zach, Zach's playing well. He's fine. When we're all what? What, not, what are you talking about? We're watching every letting, game. I'm not letting Zach uh, kill Salah for me. I think he messed up. This you know, again, this is his first time becoming a head coach. They drafted him number two overall. I think there's politics involved. I think that he's he's not being honest in a lot of ways with Zach, but. I want to see him with with Aaron before I say anything. I'm just going to wait. I don't like how he's handling it. I agree with you, but Zach is so bad. How can anyone be successful? How? How? I can't. I can't like. Fine. He already Fine. benched him. He benched him twice Fine. last year, right? He, 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 if he's he, that bad, if he's that bad, don't tell me he's doing good. I think that, he's saying that to Zach. I think he's. I think he's saying that to. I think he's doing that. I know, I and I, 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 I agree with you, but I think he's it's, he's not talking to us when he says that. I think he's trying to keep his quarterback because he knows he's stuck with him. I think he's stuck with him. There's nothing he can do. So let me just try to keep this kid thinking that I I got support for you. I'm out here fighting for you, and everyone else is throwing stones at him because he's stuck because of politics. I don't and know. If that, and if that is the case, then Zach Wilson isn't an adult male. Because if you're a grown-ass man in his profession and your, your coach gets up and criticizes you, it's because you didn't play well. And that happens. That's part of the job. That's part of the job. If our coach has to constantly be a cheerleader 
for the worst player on the team every single week, every single week over and over again. That means that guy's not mentally ready for this, Mike. That's what that means with Zach Wilson. We don't know that or not know that. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Mike, that, that's, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. It was Mike White t-shirts. I mean, I don't think, and you saw you saw last year, Ronnie, that a lot of people in the locker room, you know, these reports leak out. They're not really feeling Zach. Mike, before the Chiefs game, there was going to be like a rebellion against the oh, yeah. staff, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he played, okay, I get to get the Chiefs, but still threw an interception in that game and still had plenty of bad plays and missed plenty of throws. So, um, like we said, people could do whatever they want. Stick your head in the sand. Of course, that's not the only issue we have. We have some other issues going on that aren't helping Zach. But he's the biggest problem we have, and he's horrible. And all the stats... Go on JetsPress.com. Type in the name Justin Fry. Go read his article. And then come back and anybody tell me Zach Wilson's a good quarterback or we should have any faith in him. We should. That ship has sailed. And we know we kind of got, we kind of got, um, you know, the Jets curse on us. Rogers gets hurt right away, Mike. But the folly was not having, not having a Joe Flacco on the practice squad. Not just having any, anybody competent behind Rogers because why would, if Zach was as bad as he was his first two years, which it's like, it's like, Mike, it's like hot. It's like, if a president ran for the ticket and he's like, oh, I'm going to have a chimpanzee as my vice president. And then someone's like, well, hold on a second. But if you die, that's the president. Right. right? Like, well, hold on a second. You have to have someone solid behind that person if the, the point is to win the Super Bowl, which is what this year was about. And we don't have that. And we're, we're finding out now. Um, some of these games you see, crunch time, Zach's made some good plays. Almost all the good plays, Mike, are not in schedule. They're all off schedule. They're all broken plays. Almost all the time he makes a good play. He can't do anything in the rhythm of the offense. Um, and we got the Bills coming up next week. Another team that's floundering here, Mike. Another team that lost last week. Do you, Mike, they've do you, lost. Go ahead. What did I say about Josh Allen? What have I said about Josh Allen? I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I really am. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, well, the Bills. I'm, not, the I'm Bills. just blown away. I'm blown away how he's on the cover of Madden. I'm blown away about how amazing this quarterback is. He sucks. I've told you people this. He cannot play quarterback, Josh Allen. He's a talent. He's beast mode with his arm. He don't know how to read defenses. He has no touch. Yeah, he can run. Yeah, he's got a rocket arm. He could sling it all across the, the field. Is he a good quarterback? No. No, he's not. He's turnover worthy. So, um, he sucks against us. And he does have the best winning percentage after a loss. So, he's coming. I welcome it. Because yeah. of any of these games that are coming up, um, because of Josh Allen and his turnovers, unless they, Keith, unless they, this is what I would do, okay, if I'm the Bills, my entire game plan is having him run attack. Yeah. With us. That's what I would do, straight up. I would have, jo you know, a bunch of play action, you know, have him run around. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Do not yeah. throw on us. You throw yeah. on us, you're throwing like three picks, bro. And yeah. you're taking them out. Okay? So, I mean, it's just too good. We're here yeah. tonight for sure. I don't know. He's two of his worst games his whole entire career versus the Jets. Uh, we know the Bills lost to us week one. They won three in a row after that. Mike, they crushed Miami 48-20. to 20. Uh, But the other wins are versus the Giants versus Tampa Bay. Nah, not really the best teams there. Lost to Jacksonville, New England, the Bengals, and the Broncos, Mike. So four of their last six they've lost. <laughs> 19 touchdowns this year for Josh Allen passing, but 11 interceptions, which is a ton of interceptions. Their offense is still always. They're always ranking the top 10 offense, and they're always ranking the top 10 in defense, Mike. They're... It's why they're such an interesting team because they're always super well-rounded offense and defensive-wise. Is there a team as well-rounded? There's only maybe two or three teams in the whole league as well-rounded on both sides of the ball as the Bills. Yet, here they sit at 5-5. Five and five. And, you know, their quarterback's been an issue. Turning the ball over's been an issue. 
Cook's running the ball pretty well for them. Diggs having a huge year. Um, their defense is pretty good, but when it comes to uh, the offense, man, like even though they put up points, it seems like they make mistakes at crucial times. They've done that this year a bunch of times with the Bills. First, the Jets, we know Josh Allen just, we're kryptonite. I mean, we've, we've, we've caused a lot of problems with Josh Allen, and their defense uh, with Floyd and Espinosa, I think he has six and a half sacks. Floyd has seven sacks, Mike. Uh, they, get, they have the second most sacks in the whole NFL right now, Bills. So they're getting after the quarterback. They're putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Zach, 14 for 21 the first time we played them. Jets did not ask him to do too much. The only time he threw the ball down the field the entire game, he threw an interception in that game. So I expect this to be another game, just like we've seen the last three weeks, Mike. We are struggling the entire day to move the ball. They know we're going to have to give it to Brees Hall. Bills are good against the run. It's going to be tough to score points. We're going to need some type of some type of magic, some interception return, some type of defensive play because there's no, until proven otherwise, we can't sit and talk about a game no matter who we're, we play, the Chargers have the worst defense in the league and we couldn't score, right? So I can't think of any team I'm going to sit down and go, oh, we're going to light this team up and score points and win and play great. Not with the way the offense is playing now. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah. I can't. I can't do it. And we've been really, really good. Not last week. We thought we'd win last week. We didn't. We've been really good with our predictions this year, Mike, um, for the Jets, win and loss. But I, don't, I hate to say it, but just where they're at right now, even with Josh Allen sucking against us, I have a hard time envisioning how – he's beat him twice, I get it, but is Zach Wilson going to play great against the Bills? You know, after he's playing bad against really bad defenses? I don't know. It's He's such a wild card. He's had two other games which are decent against the Bills where he's won. I mean, I don't even know what to think about this kid or I this think, game. I think what's going to happen, Keith, is they're going to take an L, and then they're going to take an L to Miami, and we're going to be 4-7, and seven, okay? And then yeah. they're going to make a quarterback change, and then we'll go into Atlanta um, with uh, – either Boyle or Simeon, and Man. that's what's going to happen. And I think my, the Black Friday will be uh, Zach's uh, end. That's what I think is going to happen. Because they're not going to switch the quarterback uh, in Miami because it's too quick. It's a it's a yeah. quick – it's too fast. They're not going to do it. He'll, they'll lose here Buffalo. I don't know if he's going to play bad, whatever. But, and then they, and then they're going to lose on national television on Black Friday. And then, then you know, they're always going to talk about it. And then that is when they're going to change. That's my prediction. Well, I mean, it seems like changing your quarterback in the 10th or 11th or 12th week of the season when you have a chance to make the Super Bowl after week four or five, not the best approach. But, hey, man, this is the New York Jets. This is what we do. We're like, looks yep. like we'll suck it up and ruin the whole season for us. Yep. And then we'll make a quarterback change once we have no chance of winning anything. Totally logical. Totally logical. Makes sense, guys. Uh, Could have got Josh Jobs. Could have got Josh yeah. Jobs. Could have got, you know, but whatever. Because gotcha. Mike, you look at it and the Cowboys, the Cowboys played great versus the Jets. So not maybe not maybe the, the Cowboys smashed the Jets if we have Rodgers. But you look at the Chiefs game, you look at the Broncos game, um, you look at the Chargers game. Where I know they had twenty seven points, but they're starting drives on the forty every single day. And they, they, they Herbert, we, we would have smashed them with Rodgers. That's three more wins. I, I don't care what anybody says. I know I'm doing football math here, guys. Uh, it's not an exact science, but those three games to me are W's. And then we, we destroy the Raiders with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's a, that's a blowout right there. So, I mean, right now we have four wins. We could have eight wins if Rodgers is playing. Instead, we have Zach Wilson playing. And we're four and five. And it feels like to most Jet fans, Mike, season's a wrap. That's what it feels like. Everybody I'm talking to, my dad, my fam, my friends, no one has any hope of doing anything for the rest of the year. Now, Mathematically, as Michael mentioned, Jet fans, just to give you a little silver lining here, everybody lost at our division last week, like Mike said. So as far as the division goes, I mean, this sounds insane, but if we were to win two games in a row, 
the Jets could be in first place. That's nuts. It's crazy talk. I get it. It's crazy talk. But we got to put it out there, Mike, because it's the reality, right? It's the reality of uh, where we're at right now. So, How would you uh, feel if we won the next two games and keeping Zach uh, after that? Well, if we won the next two games, there's no reason it would be because of him. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, I already told you. I'm, I'm done. There's, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not even going to hypothetically try to pretend there's a scenario where this kid's going to go out and play great the next two weeks and we win two games. Not happening. I've been waiting three years for him to play two good games in a row. To throw right? more than two intercept, two. I mean, more than three touchdowns in a game. He's never you done know, it once more, in his life. Than, he's never even done it before. He's never done know? it once. When you only have twenty touchdowns and nine hundred and thirty-one pass attempts. Uh, you're obviously not the most efficient guy. So I have a hard time envisioning us winning this weekend, Mike. I hate to say it. I think it's going to be an ugly game, a close game. Uh, last week, I told you I thought it was going to be a field goal battle all day. That's what it was. I think this is going to be very similar. I don't think the Bills are going to light us up either. Unless we can't move the ball in there in really advantageous positions when it comes to drive, starting their drives like the Chargers were, catching the ball at midfield, running a back 15-yard punt. Now you're starting at the 35-yard line. Um, if that's the day we're going to have, could be a long day, but... Uh, you've seen Zach, for whatever reason, <coughs> be able to be competent versus this team. Um, but I have no faith in him at all. And I'm not going to pretend like I do so. Uh, until the Jets offense can prove that they can actually score a touchdown, which we haven't done in God knows how long, 36 positions in a row, Mike. I, I don't see us winning this game this weekend, and I don't have any hope uh, in Zach Wilson at all for the rest of this year, Mike. Um, don't disagree. And uh, Thomas likes your hat. Oh, thank you, Thomas. I just I was scrambling around. You got something. I was gonna wear this hat right here before this show started, Mike. Hold up. The jet winter hat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Flipped up. And then I was like, you know what? I'm in Vegas right now. I can't pretend like it's cold. Man. It's like 75 degrees right now. I can't pretend like I'm in New York no more, right? <laughs> no, man. All right, Mike, look, it's been a rough year. That's why the show's called Easy Being Green. A lot of disappointing losses. I had to sit there next to one of my best friends, Dan Scampoli, this weekend, Mike. A good guy on the show last week joined us and watched that horrible game. Um, the pregame for the Raiders game was a lot of fun. Want to mention to Jet fans. I met Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She was at the Raider game, and she was at the tailgate I was at. It's the most random thing of all time. A bunch of these really these famous Raider people that dress up like idiots, Mike, that we see on TV, they were at the tailgate I was at. I met a bunch of them, talked to them, a lot of cool guys, a lot of really cool Raider fans out here. Um, we had a blast before the game. After the game, not so much. After the game was a little different. Um, that's when you had to bite your tongue. So I don't get up, you know, I don't get arrested out here in Las Vegas. Man, I just moved here. I got to keep my rep good. But that was yeah, a tough yeah. game, Mike. Um, I think we covered everything we got to cover for this week. Hopefully versus the Bills. You don't know what Jet team's going to show up. Uh, we know what defense will show up. We don't know what offense is going to show up. But, Mike, what's your prediction for this weekend? What are you thinking? I think we lose. I, uh, I don't have any faith. <laughs> Simple. I told yeah. you. I, I think we lose next two games. Yeah. And All Zach right. gets changed out. That's where I think. And when he gets changed out, you think you're going to pop Simeon in? For a few yeah. games and just see what's good. I think they'll throw Simeon in and then uh, get him ready. And then, um, yeah, and we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, and if Simeon, if we can get in there and, I don't know, if win a couple games, who knows, you get 500 by the yeah. time Aaron wants to come back. I know there's the rumors Mikey wants to come. Ronnie, Ronnie, that's probably, yeah. watch that be, that's a realistic score right there. I think so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I want to I think we're going to get a touchdown, man. I want... I just need to get a touchdown. We need to score a touchdown in some way, shape, or form. Because this is—we're spiraling so far off into embarrassment right now. We're like our, our points per game keep going lower and lower. We're catching up to the Giants here. Well, I was making fun of them for about seven or eight weeks, Mike. We're, we're getting pretty close. They don't even have their quarterback playing. They have Tommy DeVito in here, no. who, who's a flag football quarterback. Mike shouldn't even be playing in the NFL. So, no. but I think we covered everything for this week, Mike. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Jets win. 
both of us think we're going to have a tough week this week ahead of us, but we'll see what happens. If anyone does want to get us or support us in any way, shape, or form, Mike, how could they do that? On Facebook, we're at AEBG.JetsRadio. On Twitter or X, we're at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast. And on Instagram at Jet.AEBG. You heard the man on behalf of the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Agaris. My name's Keith Fowle. Good afternoon this week, everybody. Peace out.